We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio here starting another week. It's Vanderbilt week. Everybody get excited. We probably won't talk about much about the Commodores today. We'll look back at the weekend, look at some other things around the NFL, and uh, more coming up here on this morning's show. Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Today's show and all shows brought to you by the Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, we're still giving away football helmets, another home game this weekend. Head on over to the blue sky, whatever you would like in the uh, the background of your selfie. Just take the selfie. Hashtag Blue Sky Rebels. Tag the Oxford Exxon. You'll have a chance to be if well, you'll be automatically entered. You have a chance to win an official Ole Miss football helmet while you're there. You ought to download the Speed Pass Plus app. When you do that, you uh, earn points and save money there with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. You get the lunch specials for five sixty nine every single weekday and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford in uh Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900, is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. And uh, you can shop that quote around if you want, or you can do what I've done. I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline over the course of the week. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger, a po' boy, uh, appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal there at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also Rafters in New Albany. So uh, Ole Miss moves up to number 10, right, in the Associated yep. Press Top 25? Yes, is that is correct? 10 in both polls. The one that matters is uh, is Tuesday. We'll find out where they are in the college football playoff rankings. Um, and go from there as far as uh, Ole Miss. But I still think, as we said on Saturday night, for anybody who missed our postgame show, two wins away from an access bowl berth. I don't see any way around that if they were to get to 10-2. and two. I guess you'd have an outside shot at 9-3, and three, but it feels like 10-2. and two. And then um, also they've never had a 10-win regular season, so Ole Miss still has that in line as well after the 29-19 win over Texas A&M. And we talked about the defense a pretty good bit. Obviously it won the game for Ole Miss in a lot of ways. But ESPN wrote about it this morning, and they're they're right. I, I, hadn't really, I guess I knew it, and we've talked about it, but not necessarily in those terms. 
They've had five really good weeks ever since the Arkansas game, when which was an abomination. They go to Knoxville. They hold them to 26. <coughs> and all the wins since then, they've held opponents to 26 fewer points. Um, Auburn did score 31. One of the drives turnover uh, assisted on that one. But Ole Miss, you know, coming in, we said, where are they going to be? We know they're going to be better. How much better? These last five weeks have been pretty impressive. They've, they've been able to at least win games because the defense does some semblance of work here, and really because of the defense in a couple of these games. They were 117th nationally in scoring defense a year ago at 38.3. They are tied for 66th right now, um, 26.2 points per game. If you'd gone into the season and told Lane Kiffin, he would have been more than happy to take 26.2 per game at this point of the year. Oh, Absolutely. No no question about it. That probably would have been if you said, give me a number that's realistic that you'd accept. That's about it. That's probably right there. He might have said 25. So they're kind of there. You would think that that number probably improves a little bit this week, barring something crazy. I yeah, mean, it's gotta... I would think. I and mean, They're, they're going to give up somewhere between 13 and 17 points, I'm guessing. Sure. Depending on who plays and how it all. I mean, I think we're probably both going to take Vanderbilt to cover. A lot of 36 points. and a half points? That's a lot of points. Yeah, we'll get into lines in a minute. But I mean, I just don't. I was expecting like 28. That blew me out. I told you it was going to be in the 30s Saturday I... night. It started about where I thought it would start. I, it started I, mean, I know at... Vanderbilt sucks. I, I get it. I know they're awful. I just don't know really suck. I just don't know Little Miss cares enough, and they're so banged up. No, I don't think they're going to keep rolling it up. So unless Vanderbilt just can't stop a, a running game in the second half, it's. But they're they're legitimately awful. Yeah, I mean they're they're bottom of the barrel Vanderbilt. Even in relative Vanderbilt terms, they suck. But no, it's a huge line. But it started out at thirty two and a half, which no thirty four and a half, and I. I think I said the other night 32-and-a-half was about what I expected. And so it's it moved up two points. So this, the initial money went in on Ole Miss. Yeah, Vandy put up 17 on Kentucky, but they were they only scored three in the first half. It, was, it wasn't Vanderbilt that quit in the second half. It was Kentucky that completely and utterly lost focus up 31-3 well, at half. took his dudes off the field, too. I mean, he's got games coming up. I mean, he's got – I mean, Kentucky's got a legit shot at, what, 9-3? Yeah, they're they're, so, they're seven and three right now. They got New Mexico State and Louisville down the down the stretch. So nine and three for them is a Florida Bowl. It's, I have it's a, a weird great hum- year for them. I, Louisville can ruin that thing for them. I, I, I my early gut is that Louisville is going to beat Kentucky in that finale. I'm, I'm just just, yeah. just a hunch. Louisville started scoring points again. Malik Cunningham's had a nice second half of the season. We'll have them on uh, Thursday night for. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, struggling a little bit. That's not uh, like a sickness. I'm just choked. We'll have them on a Thursday night, Louisville at Duke. It's a 6.30 game on ESPN. So we'll have that on here in the studios for Henry's guys. Is this hip or cut? That's the rumor. Yeah. They lost their seventh game on Saturday. I just kept thinking there was something else on Thursday night. It's Ole Miss basketball is at 6 on Thursday. Against Marquette. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're Kentucky, it's a good season. But considering where you started, or just period, eight and four, is that really a step up or a better year, or is that just kind of what you are right now? It's kind of who they are a little bit, which is great. Yeah. I don't think anybody there is legitimately going, hey, let's win a title. It, they had their second – they clinched a winning SEC record the other day on against Vanderbilt. That is only Kentucky's second SEC winning record since 1977. Yeah. 
I mean, he's done a great job. He stayed there a long time, and they're they're steady, and he gets them to basketball season now. With it's all they ask for. Yeah, I, I probably do need a medicine ball, but I don't feel like this is coughing because of sickness. I feel like I've just kind of got choked this morning. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm doing a little bit of cold weather. I, I got up and ran this morning, and I'm I'm kind of struggling a little bit just off of that. I, I feel much better. I'm not contagious. Neil's safe. He's got some back issues, but we're we're we're, we're we're good from the standpoint of I might be the healthier one of the two of us right now. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine running right now. Um, so snap counts are up at Rebel Grove. We'll go over lines. We'll go over stuff. We'll get to some other things. But you got a good answer for this because I don't know that I do, and I don't even necessarily know that I that it matters. Eli Acker played a really nice game on Saturday against that front. He played all ninety three snaps. We've talked about this all season. Ole Miss doesn't rotate much on the offensive line at all. Whomever the starters are pretty much play every play. But it's been a rotating thing, and Lane talked about it on Saturday night, said we're still moving guys around, trying to figure out what to do on the interior there. They've been very fortunate that Broker and James have stayed healthy throughout the season. They didn't have to do anything crazy at tackle. But you had a game where Melton and Rhodes played every snap. You had a game where you played Ramsey at center and Amana moved out to guard pretty much the majority of the time that that was needed. You've had a game where Joe and Cunningham played all the snaps. And then now you've had a game where Acker has played all the snaps. Obviously, there's not some overwhelming guy there to replace Ben Brown. That's not going to happen this season. And I get that you don't rotate in between series. But am I missing something? Or is it not a little weird that they don't rotate just other series when they don't appear to have a solid answer? It, it feels like they pick one dude and he plays the whole – it doesn't feel like it, they do. They, they pick one dude and play the whole game. I mean, I don't know. My guess would be Acker had the better week of practice. Sure. And they put him in and he did well and they kept going. That would be my stab at it. The, I mean, the, the, the good news is that they have – a depth of guys now that have played going into next season. The bad news is nobody's just dominated enough to hang on to the job. And then the other thing there is to reiterate what I said at the beginning, I don't know. It could be, hey, you start getting ready for next week. You're going to play this week. I I have Mm. no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Just – when you look at it, it's so just dude, 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 dude. There's there's no mixture that I found it kind of uh, kind of interesting. Grod says we're not as excited as or the streams not as excited as the Texas streams is sad. I would assume they they got very sad on Saturday. I would I would assume that was probably a good message for it. To, yeah. I was too busy at Orange Bloods personally. I, I couldn't I couldn't help myself. I went home. I had to kind of wind down after the show and just typed in OrangeBloods.com. No, I spent just, some time on Orange Bloods. Just ran around. around a little bit. One thirty in the morning, I was on Orange Bloods. It was, they were still kicking at one thirty. It wasn't as sad as I thought it would be. No, because they hate him already. <laughs> yeah. They're mad. They're yeah. they, they're not. Oh God, we whatever. It's no like it's year one and he sucks and fire them all. And they're doing a they're doing a little bit of shooting the messenger, but I think Ketchum probably deserves it a little bit too. Where you keep telling us how great this roster is and how everybody's awesome and whatever, and now look, they lost to freaking Kansas. And it's like, mm-hmm. eh, it's eh. fair. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. they got uh, Iowa State this week. No, I'm sorry, they got West Virginia this week in Morgantown. They're a two point dog, and that, that's not that's not a gimme. Have fun. They've lost five straight. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. They had a really bad day. They had that going on, and then they've been pepping up. And they're a good basketball team, but Gonzaga kicked their ass. 
the other night too at the same time. Like they had all sorts of stuff going on. Well, and and that's forgivable because Gonzaga's great, amazing. Yeah, they're, they're, Gonzaga they're, deserves a title. I'm kind of a Gonzaga fan well, this year. I mean, they're a Final Four team again. Yeah. Um. But look, man, here's the thing about this field, this and this genre of the field. Mm-hmm. Fans say they don't want homers, but then they really support homers. They really buy into homers, and I'm convinced there's a psychology here. I can be happy 92% of the time. Well, that's part of it. You want the messenger to tell you how great they're going to be for two reasons. One, because you want them to be great. And two, in the event that they're not, it's just more palatable to beat the hell out of the messenger than it is to go, you know what? I don't like this team. Yeah. yeah. You're not beating up your colors at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Ketchum hyped them because I think Ketchum and a lot of other, other those guys over there, I haven't talked to Jeff about this. We don't – I think we both – Gen- generally like each other, but we yeah. don't. We no, don't. I have like personally. I mean, he, that Laquan Treadwell thing was bullshit, but yeah. beyond that, we've been fine. Um, I like uh, I like Sukamel. He's a good dude. Um, but I think they all bought into the Sarkeesian was the perfect hire. It's going to fix everything, and it's going to fix everything almost immediately. And then they got into the recruiting part of it, and I think they just drank the Kool Aid. I'm also over there probably more than you are. That I think you go to the Oklahoma site more than I do. I go to Orange Bluffs probably more than you do. Yeah, um, that's probably true. Because I live over there pretty pretty often. Because I do like how they, how they run their site for the most part from a content standpoint. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Uh, I think Kiffin's had a part of it. I think there is a direct correlation from Sarkeesian to Kiffin, from the Alabama thing to the USC thing to – they saw Ole Miss improving radically, and Texas has a very high opinion of itself. Yes. Well, if Kiffin and Ole Miss can do that, God, look what Sarkeesian's about to do here. Yeah. And I think there was a direct correlation when it didn't happen. It went, oh, my God. This is not that. And they're already – look, they won't admit this. They're already worried. They know this league is coming. Yeah. And they sure. go, oh. Mm, sure. Um, we're not beating Kansas. we got to go do that here soon. Well, look at look, What's that going to look like? Look, I wrote about this yesterday. Look at the SEC West right now. Just look at the SEC West right now. Alabama's Alabama. Alabama's lost one game. It was like, oh, the king is dead. Oh, shut up. Yeah, sure. They're right there. Um, Ole Miss is second place right now. Yeah. At 8-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Now look at the rest of the division. So that includes Auburn, which beat Ole Miss. That LSU, includes, which is 24 months from the best team in college football history. It includes Arkansas, which is now 7-3 and three and had a ball in the air in Oxford from being 8-2. and two. Yep. It includes Mississippi State, who just went to Auburn and put 40 unanswered points on the board. Yeah. That's the, it includes Texas A&M, which they know well. And people can do this thing about Jimbo, whatever. Texas A&M's good. You know, they're good. Texas A&M's a good football team. They put a hell of a roster together. That's, did you look at them physically on Saturday? Did you look yeah, at that roster? Yeah, look yeah. at the bodies? Yeah. That's this league. Yeah. That's that's what you're walking into, and they already know about all that. And then you got Oklahoma too, which they play every year. And in, in this, you got to get sky high rivalry game. This division's a bitch, yeah. And they're not ready for it. Their roster's not ready for it. Their fan base isn't ready for it. They don't have the mentality to be ready for it. Hold, hold on a minute, Grind. I'm, I'm sorry here. Tex Ags mods blamed officials for the loss on Saturday. 
That was one of the cleaner officiated games I've seen all year. I really saw nothing that was even weird in that game. For the no, most part. I thought it was well, well I think the defensive delay game penalties are stupid, but they called it on both teams. I mean, which ones? The defensive delay game. Oh, I think yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they're stupid, yeah. but they called it on both teams. Wow. Okay. That was a hell of a stat Brad Edwards had that A&M is the first team to beat Alabama and Auburn but lose to Ole Miss and State in the same season since Tulane in 1955. Oh, yeah. How about yeah. that? Yeah. I did uh, – I saw the video of the Kansas players' parents reacting, and also the Athletic has a really good story on that. So if anybody would well, like more the, information. The kid didn't play offense until Saturday. It was his first ever snap. Yeah. Some dude got hurt, and he came in. That was really cool. Yeah, like his, his dad actually he, – he's when, he, when the video first starts – they're, from anybody that hasn't seen it, they're recording from a phone on the opposite end zone. So right. they're looking 100 yards, 140 yards away. And uh, he sees him uncovered at first. You can see him like, oh, oh, oh. And then he goes in motion and the safety slides over. And there's a lot of traffic in between. There's them. all kind of stuff. Because I mean, right. we, we had kind of given up on the play here. We were like, ah, ah oh, damn okay. it, yeah. And then he hits him. And you can see there's like the celebration that Kansas wins, and then you hear the dads like, "Oh God, that, was that him?" Yeah, like that's that, yeah. and then it's just complete and utter pandemonium at that point. It was really, uh, which is awesome. It was great. Pearson caught that football. I'm sorry, I'm reacting to Ron Grind talking about the Texas guys in the thread. That was a catch, and that did not change the game. The ball that he scared on the ground. Oh yeah, he caught that. He caught the ball. There was definitely no way to overturn it. They got the replays right. It was like the Ole Miss people, some of, not people, there was one person on a thread, I'm not, I'm not picking on that person, who said that Mac Brown got got there on the fake punt. No, he never got there. The, they, he never got there. No, he was a half yard short. He, he, he was almost there, and then he kind of turned sideways. I did think they that expla- right. explanation after the game from Kiffin was interesting, that they called it based off what A&M had been doing all year in field goal block. Yeah. Or punt block, sorry, which makes you think that A&M actually picked up some tail because that was the only time A&M went to that defense yeah. on the punt. and it, it, Well, it's, it, it's the reminder that the other coaching staff works too. Yeah. I mean, somebody, they saw some little tail with Mike Brown and went, oh, no, no, yes, no, no. So they, they did something different. Or they had self-scouted and went, hey, we're vulnerable here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got an analysis group of a, – a staff of analysts that's a, a deep roster in College Station. They have a few, yeah. So they've got guys who self-scout every week. They have guys every week – That literally who, send a reporting that goes, hey, we got a little issue on the field goal well, thing here. If I were trying to beat you today, this is what I would do. I think, you're, I think you have a tendency at field goal block or whatever. Yeah. And the other, the other team tries too. We talked about Saturday just quickly. We'll get some other and some other games, other things in a second. What do you think Kiffin's like today after that tweet on Saturday, which was pretty positive for Ole Miss? That's why I was kind of was shocked by, and I get the overwhelming majority. Like I talked to people with the game, they went, "No, like we're everybody's partying, guy. Like we're good." Yeah, but what do I think Lane's like today? Yeah, what do you think Lane's like today? We back to business. Well, today? we're back to business. I mean, we're back in front of the local media. He hates us. Um, Actually, he doesn't hate us. No, he's indifferent. He's indifferent. He, yeah. he doesn't want to deal with us. Hate requires emotion. Well, there yeah. Is no I mean, we go from talking to Desmond Howard and 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 Kirk Herbstreet yeah. to talking to us. Um, I think he's business. He's, hey, we're playing a really great football team. No, he's not going to do that because he never does that. But he, he's did gonna, that. He did that with Texas A&M and Alabama. He's going to talk about how you have to respect an opponent. 
You have to get ready. It's about us. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it's well, it's one hundred percent about them. He's going to tell the truth. He's going to thank the fans for being there. He's going to encourage the fans to come back. Yeah. Hey, we got to get consistent. We obviously were doing other things. We're working from a different way. Uh, credit to Ole Miss. The pregame show was really cool. That was one of the better ones I've seen. I saw some videos and stuff. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they, they they did a. I mean, I haven't. We haven't been to a game, but it's uh yeah much. It was it was really really good on uh on Saturday. <laughs> All right, we'll look at some more from this game, some other games in a second. First, day about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting a little underwriting. Understand your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We will have a uh, MPW Digital pregame show on uh, Thursday. I'll have that to you over the course of the week. Get it to you on Thursday. It's brought to you by Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistros puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like uh, juicy burgers and fresh salads, quality, fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. It's uh, open at 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. And um, it's going to be open soon, sometime early December is what the goal is at this point, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a sports social sports betting network, free to use. It's a cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. You can start your own group, <clears throat> make friends, invite friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. It's bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. Also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE at muddywateroutdoors.com. Get a 35% discount on any products from the site. Free shippings on uh, orders of $100 or more. Tis the season of giving. Dead Soxy is launching a pre-Black Friday sale. You don't want to miss out. Socks make great socking stuffers. For a limited time, visit deadsoxy.com and receive 35% off site-wide with the promo code EARLYBIRD. That's EARLYBIRD, one word, all lowercase, EARLYBIRD. Whether you're giving your family, your friends, or yourself a gift, give uh, something they'll look forward to wear, look forward to wearing over and over again. Everyone needs to experience the difference a quality sock makes. So go to deadsoxy.com, enter the code EARLYBIRD at checkout for 35% off. We're also brought to you by Game Changer Patches. The warm-up patch is used before while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover uh, while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com this week. Uh, on Friday, you get another chance for double-decker bus tours, 3 and 4 o'clock since it's a home game. Remember, $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans with an adult ticket. Also, tunes around town, 5 to 7, multiple locations around Oxford with uh, local musical acts set up. So get some dessert, get some carryout, and enjoy what, again, should be a pretty uh, lively football weekend here locally in Lafayette County. So visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Um, let's see. Um, let's go to let me go look at lines a little bit. Um, Dan Mullen surviving the rest of the regular season at least the next two weeks. 
No reason not to, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they're not going to bar that trouble. They got a decision to make. They're going to lose to Florida State? Um, yeah, probably. Florida State played okay the other night. They've been okay. They lately. and Miami They've been fine. played each other really hard. I, I watched a lot they of did. that game. <clears throat> they were fine. They're not good. They were fine. I'm expecting the Saints to cut their kicker today. That was abysmal yesterday. Not just not just missing two extra points, but missed two extra points the way like Ed Orgeron, Ole Miss era kickers missed extra points. I mean, like hit the tiger if you're at the Liberty Bowl. It was it was it was bad yesterday. Um, was not was not very pleased. Uh, and then you lose twenty three twenty one because you missed two extra points. Uh, let's see. Where's Butch Davis? What is that? Brett McMurphy just tweeted Butch Davis is retiring. Followed by a quote that the administration has been sabotaging the program. The administration has been sabotaging the program? That's what? He's at Florida International. Oh. How about that? That's weird. Oh, they haven't allowed them to recruit off-road the last two years. Oh, I didn't know that. Had to use Mississippi State's old shoulder pads. And the uniforms are nine years old. Wow. Seriously? Had no clue. Okay. I mean I know they've always sucked, but I had no 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 idea. Um speaking of that Thursday night game, Louisville is a nineteen and a half point favorite against the Blue Devils. That'll be a win. Washington fired their coach yesterday. So they jump into the Shocker. You blown away by that? I mean I He gets nine million dollars for coaching thirteen games. It's good work if you can get it. Only in America is Don. And I, I mean, Jimmy Lake's deal was so obvious last week. Hey, we're going to suspend you because we're trying to fire you. And let's see if we, we can, need a minute. We're going to see if we can fire you for cause. Nope, we can't. Okay, you're fired. Here's your money. Go away. Interesting name on that one that I've heard. Who? Justin Wilcox. Really? Who's furious at Cal right now. Oh, yeah. And he's done a damn good job at Cal. Done a really good job at Cal. Could go to Washington and have more resources and an administration that supports you and get away from all the COVID insanity in Berkeley. He actually would be pretty dangerous in in Seattle, potentially, in that league. I mean, they're not winning the title. No, players like him. They just don't Didn't they make the playoff a few years ago? Did they play Alabama in the playoff? Who? Washington. Or did they make an access? Was it playoff? They went to a playoff game. Did they? That sounded kind of like more. You did sound like Jim Moore. I did. Um... (laughs) I'm drinking out of a Ricky Jackson mug. You got in our cup. You got in there. I was, I was pleased. Yeah. I was picking some water out. Yeah. You, you got, 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 got Ricky on a on a, mm-hmm. on a beer glass. Yeah. The Dome Patrol back in the I'm day. I'm not a Saints fan, but I have a soft spot for the Saints. I, I, you I, feel like because they're good, you can't. Yeah. If they sucked, you'd have been willing to do the whole band, do, do the whole Absolutely. deal a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, hey, give, give, give it a minute. But I watched their game. Yeah, because I worked on 10 Thoughts while I was watching Titans and Saints. I mean, it was a good game. Trevor Simeon's fine. He's fine. He's he's one of the better backups in the league. He made some nice throws. He's fine. He wasn't the reason they lost the game. Well, you jump off sides on the two-point conversion, too. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? I mean, Simeon was not the reason they lost. No, 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 no. Also, weird stat during that game yesterday. The Saints have, have missed their last eight two-point conversions. Need a better job on the book. Yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. We got SMU Cincinnati this week. You interested? 
Yeah. Then, then you got a shot? I don't it's in Cincinnati. They're so. the, 12 the line, point favorites. I was going to say, the line's 12. It, probably, it opened at 15, though. They probably don't have a shot. But Cincinnati doesn't feel good enough to do this. They've played with their food four weeks in a row. Well, if you believe in games kind of getting fixed, yeah. since he's going to start getting some holding calls here soon. Oh. The, when, yeah, we're not. Well, ESPN does not want them in a playoff. Semifinal Saturday, Georgia-Cincinnati. No, nobody wants that. They would just choke them out. I mean, nobody like. wants that. They want well, Ohio State. You want Oregon. You want you want names. Are you maybe if surprise is not the word? Are you surprised that Kirby in Georgia has become this dominant playing two thousand nine Alabama football with the no, defense? Do you look? Have you seen the bodies on that team? I know. I, know, I mean, I know. other than the quarterback, everybody looks like an NFL player because they are. Yeah. And then the quarterback. Like their looks payroll like, is essentially the same. A quarterback looks like a dude that's like starting the charity bowl for Sigma Nu. He's done a good job. He's done a really good job. He's maybe one of the more underrated players in the league as far as what he's done. He's the one thing, though, and this isn't fair. He's the one reason that I go, and it's a big reason that I'm like, I don't know, man. Someone could get him. Ooh, Grind says he thinks Bama beats Georgia by two possessions. Well, the league would like that. Well, now that would be a because that gets them both in. It does. Twelve and one Bama, twelve and one Georgia. They they're back both, they're both in. in. And Bama at, at ten and two or eleven and two doesn't get in. No, they don't get in. I, Georgia has become. I don't really like Georgia because I don't like Kirby. He gets on my nerves. But they become fun to watch because even the other night it's like, oh God, look, Tennessee's moving the ball and they score like seventeen points, and you go, okay. Well, Tennessee once again played well, and it just didn't matter. It just didn't matter. No, you felt like the first half was close, and then you looked up and Georgia was up like seventeen points. Well, I mean, Tennessee was out there just throwing punches. I mean, and it just did, it just didn't it didn't matter. It's 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 aesthetically pleasing because we see so much offense that when a team does win with defense, now it's like whoa, mm-hmm. wow. So you can stop all this stuff. Well, huh? they're, they're so good on every level, and their front seven is just impenetrable. Yeah, Hendon. Hendon Hooker has won my respect, though. That kid co- that kid competes. He played really well. He just competes. It just didn't, but it just didn't matter. There was nothing you could do. There was, there was no answer. You had to be perfect for 60 minutes. And I don't even know that that would have worked. I honestly don't. I don't know that so a team. Do you ten- think they're winning the national title? I've yet to see a team week in and week out look like they could match them for 60 minutes. The only one that makes me even think about it is Ohio State, and I don't think they could do it. Okay. That's the only one. Look, I will watch the SEC title game with a suspicious interest. But you do not believe Alabama's doing this? Without help? Oh. No. They're not as good as Georgia. I've watched the two teams a bunch. And I'm not some football expert, but Georgia's better than Alabama. Mark says Tennessee caught them off guard with the tempo. They settled in and ball game. That's fair. I, th- I thought Tennessee had a good plan. <laughs> no, I thought the plan they, was great. I, I, thought they, I thought they played well. I, I, the hooker kid's terrific. It just didn't matter. Ryan says, hell, I see 27-17, Bama over Georgia. Mm, that ball I don't part. know. 
I'm not sure Bama holds Georgia 17. Yeah, I don't know. I'd... We'll see. Yeah, Georgia's offense is just kind of fine, but it's but they get opportunity after opportunity. After it doesn't opportunity. need to be much more than that. I mean, Bennett looks just like every one of those Alabama quarterbacks from that 10-year time yeah, period. Yeah, and he makes plays. I look up and I go, yeah, sure, A.J. McCarron. Sounds good. That's what you look like. John Parker Wilson. Okay. Alabama couldn't run on LSU. They can go run on that's, Georgia. Maybe that's the one game where I go, hmm, because you're, I mean, you're facing, like, homeless Georgia in LSU from a schematic standpoint. Okay. Well, you are. They sure. run a lot of the same. It's it's a similar. I mean, LSU LSU shut down Arkansas for most of the game Saturday night. LSU, to its credit, and I wrote this in ten thoughts. To its credit, they have not stopped competing, but they could. Alabama, so Alabama couldn't run on them. So you're going to run on Georgia? And I know it's the transitive property and yeah, all that, no, but, but come on. Yeah. We got to all this by talking about Cincinnati, just so you know. We did, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. Were you surprised? I saw multiple Texas a and media members, well, they were riping about it because they were upset, but mentioning <laughs> that Jimbo early in the game – did not run right at Ole Miss hardly at all. Kept running counters and stuff to actually play into Ole Miss's speed. Like, it was a weird game plan. He comes out, has Calzada throw the ball for, like, the first two series. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's tons of edge stuff and trying to counter back to the other side. I mean, the way to beat Ole Miss defensively is to run right the hell at them. I mean, and they just didn't until the second half much at all. Look, I'm higher on Jimbo than most people. I think he's a, a very smart offensive. Oh mind. well, sure. It was just weird, and I'm sure it was. I'm sure that there was a reason for the plan. I think that sometimes coaches get so deep in their playbook, though, yeah, that they out convince themselves of the very obvious thing you do against defenses. It, it could be where look, it only happens like five percent of the time, but occasionally the ten thousand foot view is the view. But sometimes, like if you go back and look at the last few weeks, we talked about this. Sometimes when Tennessee, when LSU, when Auburn tried to just run right at Ole Miss, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since where we got to this, Blake, was that Cincinnati plays SMU and whether or not there's a chance for the Ponies to, to pull a big upset this week in, uh, in Cincinnati. Maybe. Yeah. What else we got? All right. You, you done with that? You want to move on? I mean. Uh, <laughs> Miami plays Virginia Tech if you're worried about them losing another football game at some point this week in uh, Coral Gables. But, Michigan but State, my, Ohio State's this week. It is this week. Miami knows who they want. Mm-hmm. And it's not Kiffin. The guy that everybody at Miami wants is Cristobal. Yeah, sure, of course. That's who they want. Would he leave Oregon for Miami? I don't know. I wouldn't. I'd have to listen. Miami would have to put a lot of shit in writing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I know I got money up here. Money and a commitment. Yeah. And if something went to hell, I can find the league. I'm Oregon. But on Mario, this is worth noting. Because enough people who know say it, mm-hmm. they hate it there. In Oregon? Personally. Okay. Which matters a lot. Well, not, yeah. not robots. I mean. Do I even dare say it? If you lean to the right, that's a miserable place to live right now.
Yeah, I mean, man. Um, Especially if you can't outwardly admit that you lean to the right. Coastal ended up winning the other day, right? They came. They they won that. It was like Chase. I couldn't begin to tell you anything about Coastal. Hey Siri, did Coastal Carolina win its football game? No. Oh, there you go. Uh, they are playing Texas. I was just curious. Saw it. Michigan, Ohio State this week. Uh, Buckeyes giving 18 and a half to the Spartans. 18 and a half. Yeah, I've got it at 19, actually. Um, that's, that's a lot. It's a lot of points, but it's on the road. And Ohio State's legitimately good. And you don't feel like the Walker kid's just going to run all over the Buckeyes. I wouldn't think. It's a lot of points. My early lean is Michigan State plays okay here. In this, I don't okay. think they win, but okay. I think they play okay. I mean, this doesn't really mean much. I got like two games right all week last week, but still, uh, you're better than me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You had a bad one. Oh, yeah. Had a had a rough had a had a, had a rough week. Six and six overall, three and eight against the spread. You were five and six against the spread. Oh well, you know, mediocrity is best. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Tennessee hosting South Alabama this week. Kane probably have a rough day. I would think Tennessee is gonna gonna get a win here. It's a twenty seven point line. It is, yeah, twenty seven and a half on here. Uh, Michigan and Maryland this week, if you're curious, and then uh, Missouri coming off their nice win against South Carolina. They get the Florida Gators in town this weekend. <laughs> I can't say well, I'm laughing because Gabe would get in trouble. But Saturday was a miserable day for Gabe. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> there went away from a bowl eligibility. Oh. Yeah. You're going to get to come to Memphis? I think, I think, when, you were, I think when you had pointed it the Friday, the day after Thanksgiving is the end. Yeah. And then it might not be the end because they might have to go play it in Birmingham or something. Oh, God. That's tough. You wanted it to just end. <laughs> yeah. Does it, where's another win? Who's left? Florida. <coughs> okay, but who's left after this? Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. In Fayetteville. They're not be winning t- that. Be, be tough. So they got to beat Florida at home to get bowl eligible. Yeah. So Gabe's gonna be wearing blue and orange on Saturday. He's privately. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> he's he's all in. Yeah, he'll be all Gators. It's a different reason, but it's it's got a little bit of a two thousand. What year was it? Eleven feel to it when we were begging Georgia to just put Houston away. Yes. Just score, please, God, score, quit. This is over. So stop. Let's just get over this. Like it is. I spent the whole game behind the press box talking on the phone. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's right. Uh, Missouri, by the way, is getting uh, eight points in this game. Florida minus eight. Opened at ten, now at eight. Yeah. Florida State. Speaking of, they are two point dogs at uh, Chestnut Hill, playing Boston College this weekend. Yeah. For uh, for that one, let's see. You mentioned Texas West Virginia two point line in that one this weekend. The Liberty Flames are four point favorites against Billy Napier and Louisiana Lafayette this weekend. Group of five I wrote there. this in ten thoughts. Uh, I think Billy Napier's out. I think I think I think he knows he where he's hit it now. It. I think I know where he's going. I, I saw where you said that. Yeah. Is that why does that make sense? Well, I don't know that it does, but I ran it by a couple of people who told me that whoever told me that is a really good source. Really, mm-hmm. it felt like a weird destination. I would never have just guessed that off the top. I of think my head. he's been out there before. No idea. You gonna make them read, or you gonna say it? I mean, I prefer that they're. I'll say it. it's Arizona State. Okay. 
which apparently is going to have to make a move because of NCAA stuff. Okay. Uh, Purdue Northwestern this week. Bullet Boilermakers, eleven and a half on uh, on this one. Indiana has just gone all to hell this year. They are seven point underdogs to Minnesota, and uh, at home. Yeah, he, he got a he got a big deal out of last year, which is smart on his part because it's it's Indiana. It's back to it being Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought it would be this way, but interesting game. Clemson Wake Forest. In Clemson, Wake Forest still chasing an ACC title, chasing big access bowl stuff. Yeah, for the Demon Deeks, hell of an offense. They've been scoring a the lot. Quarterbacks of points. legitimately good. Clemson giving three and a half at, at home. Ooh. If Wake scores much, though, can Clemson score? No. That's the problem. Is that? I mean, if Wake scores thirty, can Clemson score thirty? No. No. They have to win this game 21-17. Got to keep it – yeah, they got to make it a physical game. Can't let it turn into a trap meet. And Wake scores a bunch of points. That Wake-NC State game was a hell of a football game. Doran's done a better job at NC State than people are giving him credit for. He no-showed in Starkville, and he's been pretty good the rest of the year. They were really bad. They were day. really bad that day. I don't know why. I don't know what. I have no clue. But they were awful that day. Well, Mississippi State – from then to now is a different animal too. I mean they they almost, Rogers has gotten so comfortable in that offense. Yeah, they almost lost to should have lost to Louisiana Tech. Lost to Memphis. Lost to Memphis, beat NC State, which is weird. And now they're pretty good. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N E S P A R C service people across rural communities. Two packages. The Ignite for one hundred MBPS or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team. Bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So call the office for details and get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. I'm going to pay a couple of bills here. But Matthew Jones says they're going to smoke a chuck roast tonight. Okay. Never even thought to do that. That's that's interesting. I know people who smoke hamburgers, but I've never heard of anybody. I guess it would just be low and slow till you get the, oh, to the yeah. right temperature. But what temp would you want on a roast? You'd want to get it to medium rare, right? So 135 uh, before you took it off? Uh, 130. Well, 130. But a roast, you you don't want a roast to be rare. No, you don't want a roast even medium rare. I'm thinking we got to go 140 here. Maybe even 145 before you take it off? Yeah. Let us know. Are we wrong? We trust you. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're also brought to you by ACS, Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. Automation Control Systems LLC is a complete electrical control system solution provider and Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Uh, To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's property spotlight is on Paragon Center in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Paragon is comprised of 150,000 square feet of Class A office space located on Highland Colony Parkway, minutes from the new Costco, Walk-On Sports Bistro, and Interstate 55. This section of Highland Colony is experiencing 
substantial commercial growth. It's located alongside some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Mississippi. If you'd like to learn more about this great opportunity to house your professional office, call Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans is announcing the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament hosted January the 19th through the 21st at the Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. This competitive team duck hunting event will include two days of Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, and lodging, and two pairs of custom jeans for every participant. Special guests include uh, Josh Raggio of Raggio Custom Calls and Barton Ramsey of Southern Oak Kennels. Go to... uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com backslash Coastal Cup or email Blake. That's Blake Kokenauer, but Blake at BlueDeltaJeans.com. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Um, wedding rings, fine jewelry, uh, engagement rings, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry. It's all there at Lamons. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them. At LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call 662-429-4429. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to uh, Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com and find them on Facebook and Instagram. Still time to get your Thanksgiving pre-orders in for Johnston Hill Creamery. That's johnstonhillcreamery.com right off Molly Bar here in Oxford on White Oak Lane. They've got uh, the Harvest Charcuterie Trays, the Harvest Artisanal Cheese Trays, Pumpkin Cheesecake, Buttermilk Pie, and much more for Thanksgiving pre-orders. Again, you need to get those in by November 19th. That's 662-419-9201 or email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Pickup is on the 24th, day before Thanksgiving, November 19th. Uh, sorry, yeah, about 5 p.m. there on November 24th. So, again, get uh, get that done. Also, with uh, catering and tailgate this weekend, still time to get those in for Vanderbilt. It's night game, so you have all day to tailgate in the Grove. 11 a.m. would be great, but anyway... Night game for uh, that. Good for all you guys. Catering tailgate menu, sandwiches, salads, trays, and much more. So, again, same number, 662-419-9201. They will deliver right there to your spot in the Grove. Uh, let's see. A lot of yeah, people say I would have loved 11 a.m. 6.30 for Vandy. when you have to turn around and play on Thursday. That's true. The extra little time there. Well, just for us, I'm thinking about like content. Like I'm, I'm gonna have to normally stuff that I would record on Wednesday. Oh, that was Monday. I'm recording it on Sunday or Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Chance doesn't know this yet, but I'm gonna beg him to record Sunday instead okay. of next Monday. Uh, sorry, somebody was requesting me to mention Rutgers in the thread. Rutgers one game from bowl eligibility. Good for the the Knights there. They're 17-point underdogs in Happy Valley this weekend against James Franklin, who I'm sure is getting right on that Penn State extension. Uh, let's Are they see. trying to extend him? No, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that at all. Uh, Wisconsin minus 10 at home against Nebraska this weekend. Iowa going to get any scare from 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 Brett and the boys from Champaign this nah, weekend? Nah, we're good. We're rolling. We're back. Iowa 12-point favorites yeah, against we're back. the Illini. We handled Minnesota. Kind of felt like we were back on. Handled. The ball was in the air to lose on the last well, play. It's sure. never a doubt. Never a doubt. We handled Minnesota. We're back 
Headed to the Outback Bowl. The Ducks are in Utah this week, and the Utes are three-point favorites against Oregon this week. Utah's playing really well. Uh, it'd be a big game. ESPN probably would like to see Oregon fall. Oh, you think so? Yeah. What does ESPN want? What's the? What floor? do they want? Georgia, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio Alabama, State. Ohio State, and see they're kind of screwed now. Oklahoma's out of it. Do you get to the point where you want Cincinnati just for the Cinderella, or no. is that absolutely not? No. Okay. Period. No. No, and they're not because they're not very good. Because they can't give them a game, and they have to be the four. Yeah. And no. You don't want that. It's from a TV standpoint. So Notre Dame. Well, you'd rather have Notre Dame. I mean, we've been there and done that, but you would want Notre Dame. If, if you're going to have a blowout, you'd like to have Notre Dame be the team blown out, not Cincinnati. That's true. A lot of click. We've seen so much, though, of SEC team beats the crap out of Notre Dame. I mean, it's over and over and over again. Same story. Somebody asked earlier, Ole Miss was as high as 8th in the uh, top 25, Ben Portnoy and Sam McKeon. No idea. Portnoy is that South Carolina guy I've mentioned every week because he's been high on the Rebels for the entire season. Yeah. A lot of nine-place votes. Um, I looked at it yesterday. I could have gotten them to nine. <clears throat> Sorry, no nine-place votes. A lot of tens, a lot of elevens. I apologize. Okay. I don't know how you get them lower than ten. I thought you could get them to nine. You had to push. Ten was Ten was the sweet spot. There's like six at 12, three at 13, and one at 15. Here's the problem, because I wanted to move Cincinnati down, way down, because I just don't think they're very good, but they did beat Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, sure. And so you can't at that point. You're like, okay, well, now I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm having a bias. So they have to slide back up. Um, you're, The guy that has Ole Miss 15 would probably be one of your boys. He is uh, his, his bias for is Iowa. He still has them in the, right around the top 10. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's all in. I feel it. He's got Oklahoma State at seven. He's got Cincinnati at three. It's too high. You would take Bama on a neutral field? Bearcats? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, just asking. Yeah. Without, uh, without even. No, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What, what else we got? Cal Stanford, the big games this week mm. in Palo Alto. Yeah. Arizona State, Oregon State is this week. That's a good game. That's a good game. Arizona State minus two and a half. That's our nine thirty game. We'll have that on that about the time that we game. start. Got ULM LSU at eight. Oh, I missed that. Okay. What's the line on that? Uh twenty eight and a half. Yeah, you missed a couple of SEC. Oh, did games. I? You missed um No, I hadn't gotten to them yet. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Auburn, South Carolina's down here too. Okay. Yeah, Auburn minus uh now six and a half because Bo Nix is out. It opened yeah. at ten, but Nix I've got it at seven. Okay. But who's the backup? Grind. What's what's up? TJ Finley. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's right. What are we doing here? That's close. Night game at Williams Bryce. Good and drunk. Be rowdy. They play well at home. Well, they're they're better at home. I, dudes, though. I don't know. Felt can they can they at least slow Bigsby down just a little bit? Can they do anything offensively to make it a fourth quarter game? It's a good point. Anders Carlson's hurt too. Oh yeah, he got hurt at the end. Yeah, they're out kicker and quarterback. Oh, I don't know. 
I'm 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 still leaning Auburn, frankly, but we'll we'll see. We'll see where the week goes. Vanderbilt Ole Miss, as we mentioned, that line is up to thirty seven. Um thirty six and a half most places, but you can get it at thirty seven. I've got it at thirty six and a half. It's just we we talked about it. I just, That's a big number. Such a number. I mean Ole Miss could do it, but is there any incentive to do it? And no, the, you the get answer, your guys off the field. The you play in five is, days. Yeah, are, are, I mean, I guess you let Luke Altmaier sling it. Well, she yeah, has sure let him play, but he's not throwing to Dontario Drummond. No, no, no. I mean, this is not the week for Mingo to go. Hey, let me give it a shot. No, this is Luke and Jaden and Dennis and that crew. Have a day. Yeah, I have mean, at it, boys. Here's the ball. <laughs> oh, well, and at some point you're like, hey, let's give it to Kentrell Bullock. Let's get out of here. Yeah, just go win a football game. I mean, Lane's going to look up at that clock a few times. It's go, not going to be thirty-one twenty-eight, but even if it is thirty-one twenty-eight, they lose no ground. No, it's you fine. win the game. Yeah. Um, Odd Shark predicting forty-six to eleven. Um, and I think that's about what it would be if you really played the game. Uh. If you'd like to bet a hundred on Vanderbilt and they win, mm-hmm. you would win thirty thousand. Oh, feels like it's kind of setting a hundred dollars on fire. I, though. Yeah, I'm just. No, I'm sorry. I, I take that back. You would win ten thousand to win a hundred on Ole Miss. You have to put thirty thousand down. They went. No, we're not yeah, doing no. this shit. We're we're we're. No. <laughs> we're <laughs> and if you want a hundred dollars that bad, yeah. Uh, Over under is sixty four. I kind of like the under. Matter of fact, I really like the under. I mean, if you told me this was 34 to 10, I'd totally buy it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, yeah. 34 to 14. Sure. Sure. Alabama hosting the Hogs this week. Ole Miss's path to the SEC West title is simply Arkansas and Auburn both beating Alabama the next couple weeks. That's it? That's it. Okay. Uh, 20 points. 20, yeah, got, 20 to 21 and a half, actually. There's a little variance I've here. got it at 20.5, okay. Arkansas plus 20.5. Uh, like I said on the show the other night, this is, if I'm Sam Pittman. This is not where my energy is. I write lying. a letter that goes, hey, would it be possible that we just don't play? I got one I need in two weeks. Because I, I play Missouri the following Friday. I can get that, go eight and four, and everybody's pleased. Mm-hmm. And they should be. Absolutely should be. You think about where they were two years ago. Oh my God, eight and four, and now you're eight and four, and the only teams that beat you in that scenario will be top ranked Georgia, second ranked Alabama, top ten Ole Miss, and who else did they be? and lost to lost to Auburn? Sit. Yeah, you'll take that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. In year two, mm-hmm. shoot. You mentioned LSU twenty eight and a half or twenty nine, depending on your book against ULM. Yeah, I've got twenty eight and a half. I mean, it's a lot of points. You keep waiting for LSU to go, okay, that's enough. F it. And to their credit, they've played really hard. Two teams that care much less all of a sudden, Iowa State at Oklahoma this weekend in Norman. Mm -hmm. Iowa State coming off a loss. Oklahoma coming off a loss. A lot of Matt Campbell rumors. Time to get out from that. The rumor is, this isn't even rumor. He's listening for the first time. Still won't stay up there probably, though, right? Mm, Not necessarily. I don't know. I don't know. You don't think he's as attached to the area as like a pickle? He may have once been attached. The Big 12 is going to fall apart. 
Yeah. It's not if, it's when. Mm-hmm. He's taking taken Iowa State about as far as you can take it. He has. And this is the year we had everybody back. They returned like 21 starters. Yeah. So I don't know how a Matt Campbell would turn down an overture from LSU or Florida. I don't know how you'd say no to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually think he would at this point. Yeah, Grind, I don't know that anybody's actually rooting. I Man, I, like, I should say would, but I don't think anybody Ole Miss expects them to lose to Arkansas and Auburn. I was more making a joke. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The path. Yeah, um, no. New Mexico State at Kentucky, whatever, 36 points for this one with the Wildcats. We'll get another win. Alabama covered 51 and a half against those cats. They're, <laughs> they're, they're bad. I'm I'm probably <laughs> just going to lay points and say the hell with it. Because I don't think they can stop anything. They were up 3 nothing too. They and were, I had a moment. And I don't even mean they were up ha-ha. I meant like when you've got to cover 52 and you're losing at one point. Yeah. Like I felt pretty good about it. Like it was – it was seven to three with like two minutes left in the first quarter. And then you looked up and it was thirty five to three. Went, oh. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Well, yeah. It felt like the dam was gonna break at some point. It was only a matter of uh of win on that one. Uh Oklahoma State, Texas Tech is actually kind of an intriguing game in Lubbock this weekend. It is. Texas Tech is better than their record. They are bowl eligible and they fired their coach. Yeah. Something um, must have happened. Something's going on. Their expectations are not that I mean, high in pic- Pictures or something. I mean, something was there. Oklahoma State's like kind of still in this thing, sort of. Yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah. lingering. Uh, Gundy's done a really good job. No issue at all, by the way, with Aranda kicking that field goal the other day. None. Mm-mm. He gave a reason. It's fine. And even if he didn't give a reason, if he just wanted to kick the field goal. Okay. There's time left on the clock. You can do whatever you want to do. The, you don't owe the other team something. Lincoln Riley called it. What do you call it? I've don't verbatim me because I'm going to be wrong, but essentially against sportsmanship rules or something mm. along those lines. Yeah. Randa said he was playing Boy. for the Big 12 tiebreaker because there's a point differential to it. And if he won by more than 10, he would be ahead of Oklahoma in the tiebreaker was his his reasoning. Lincoln said he understood it, but he would not do it. Okay, fair and enough. If I'm Oklahoma Boosters, I'm going, why wouldn't you do it? You wouldn't get ahead in the tiebreaker, Lincoln? Why? Explain to me. Why you wouldn't care that the number three tiebreaker in the in the Big Twelve is that when you have three teams all tied right now? Could it be that he's looking? He doesn't really care about that extra. He range. might be checked out. Jeff Ketchum did have a great stat the other day that since Kansas had won a road game in the Big Twelve, Oklahoma has won nine Big Twelve titles. Say that again. Since Kansas has won a road game in the Big Twelve, <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma has won nine Big Twelve titles. <laughs> Did you hear the Kansas coach? Because I was told not to. I, I didn't. I wouldn't have to prepare post game speeches. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's a big win for them. It, it was. Yeah. Just to get all those streaks over. Of with. course. I mean, that's just, what I mean. Just Some, to, something to celebrate. That place was a ghost town at the end of the game. Like watching the pictures. Oh, looking at the pictures. It's bad. It's bad. It was my favorite part of the thing, though. There's so many things about that night that I loved from a Texas standpoint, because I, I, I really, really hate them right now, is that even beyond like the video and how great it was for the Kansas guy, there's nobody in the stands. All the Texas people are just in this stupor staring out at the field, and they only let like 25 seconds pass, and it's like, final score from Daryl Royal Stadium, Kansas 57, Texas 56. Texas fans, all rise for the eyes of Texas. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> and the music starts playing, and it's like, oh, shit. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. Just just, just, just so uncomfortable. I was, I was dying. 
Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. As we host Iowa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I guess that's all from game. Baylor plays Kansas State. Oh, actually, it's a pick em. Why is it a pick em? Baylor and Kansas State? It's a pick em. I don't know. Is that in Manhattan, I guess? Yeah. Why is that a pick em? Well, man, Kansas State's not crappy. I don't know, but I didn't expect to pick em. No. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever. That's not on picks, is it? No. Here's what Odd Shark has on this game. Oh, Odd Shark thirty one point eight to thirty one point one. Oh, there you go. Kansas State seven and three, six and three against the spread. What's Odd Shark have for uh, a couple of these SEC games? What do they have right now for Auburn, South Carolina? I don't know if they'll factor in the injury because it's numbers twenty seven twenty four Tigers. What do they have for um, Arkansas, Alabama? I'm going to guess <coughs> Bama by about 24. 42-27. 15. Okay. Yeah. What do they have for ULM, LSU? Out of curiosity. You're still waiting. Yeah, 29-16. Oh. Kind of close there. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. I don't know. Yeah, 29-point line there. Money line plus 2,500 on you. Whatever that's worth. Okay, let's see. We'll come back. We'll talk a couple other things before we, uh, before we close the show. Before we do that, I'll tell you about Nickstan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com. Use them for all your real estate needs. On both sides of the buy and sell process here locally in Lafayette County. Market's still crazy. Let somebody you know and trust help you out with that. I'm using it multiple times. You can give them a shot as well. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. They also sponsor my 321 football content item every single week. You can click the uh, the link in that store. You can click the link on the message board to see my signature. Again, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and so much more. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him uh, know kind of what you're thinking about doing, and then sit back, and he'll give you a ton of options. It's uh, 901-494-3387. Or J Edwards at RegencyTravel.net. Also brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. A delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. A handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. It's all there at 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. It's Grenada Nissan. USA.com. I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday that's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo, condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662 567 2573 or 662 842 3844. We'll have picks up on um, Thursday that's brought to you by Service Specialist. 
service service specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. They're the, they've been connecting candidates and employers since 1967, the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, <coughs> whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact them. They're uh, always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn. Uh, and get their foot in the door with great opportunities. They always know about jobs that never get advertised. They also always have a uh, lot of names and resumes uh, available that you're not going to find as an employer if you're just using the traditional uh, methods. So get in touch with them. Everybody can help everybody. And if you're uh, searching for a job here, nothing to lose. Uh, no referral fee. 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Alpha Specialties is located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. They make, uh, they've make they got load trail. They've got Hallmark cargo trailers. They also can work with third parties to have game day and concession trailers built just for you. They can repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. I'll be talking to Chance Campbell a little bit later today. That's brought to you by The Rogue. Uh, go check out The Rogue's college collection if you're looking for um, gifts for the Ole Miss fan in your life. Maybe Mississippi State or LSU or Auburn or whatever the case may be. They've got all of that at The Rogue. It's therogue.com, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Don't forget, uh, I think it's this week, Yeah, Friday is the last day to register for OPC Basketball. Our leagues are open ages 7 to 15. The cost to play is $50 per participant. It's uh, OxfordParkCommission.com. Get that done this week. And then we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Herring Gear Autoplex. Let him help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevrolet, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti. Or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 662-571-2367. Or 1685 High Street in Jackson. Uh, I'll pay one last bill in a second. No, Sammy, smoking a prime rib is very possible. I know people that swear by it and do it for holidays, um, and it looks fantastic. I've seen pictures and things. I never tried it, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a thing for sure. Podcast brought to you in part by Tyson Drugs and G N M Pharmacy. Six six two two three six two 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 two. That deliver locally. In the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. A few prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have what you need here locally. So whether it is in Holly Springs on the square or on South Lamar in Oxford, that's Tyson Drugs and GNM, 662-236-2222. So this just popped up a second ago. And now, look, there's a couple different takes to this. Um, it is illegal for a school to set up NIL deals prior to a kid getting to campus. That is, by the book, illegal. Yeah. However, um, it has become an incredibly large part of the recruiting process to have potential and sometimes more than that systems in place to prove that you're a school that has NIL capability with other teams in whatever tier you're recruiting in, for sure. What this tells me, though, and this is what we knew. I, I just saw it's been 100 days since this went into effect today. And it is a big deal for a small number of players. Um, it's a big deal for your Matt Corrals and those guys of the world that could run it up and make a lot of money. Olivia Dunn, yeah. the LSU gymnast. Bryce Young. People who have either 
great on the field or maybe more importantly, social media followings where it makes their CPM go farther and farther and farther. Um, by the way, Matt Corral uh, signed a deal with a uh, Baton Rouge-based crypto company over the weekend. Um, Since transferring to LSU? Uh, yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Might have more on that moving forward. But anyway, so 5,000-plus transactions have been reported. This is by NINFLCR, which is um, some kind of content company that does stuff for schools to track all this kind of crap. I don't really know, but you can go to the website. I see Ole Miss actually on the screen when I went to their website. So the average transaction is $1,335. Okay. The median transaction is only $63. Okay. So that tells you the average gets bumped up because there's some big deals in there. But from a straight, if there's 100 for any math majors out there, the 50th one is $63, if you put them in order, is the way that works. Okay. Um, 43% of the activity is from football, men's basketball, and women's basketball, which is interesting from the standpoint of it tells me there's a huge focus on social media followings for individuals in smaller sports. Yeah. A gymnast. A, yeah, sure. A soccer, whatever. Yeah, sure. I think that plays a role in it. And then tra- that transactions by type to this point, social media, 59%, meaning 59% of the transactions are all about just pep up, sponsor their products on social media, give them shout-outs, that kind of thing. Um, 12% representation and disclosure. I don't even really know what that means. Um, 10% affiliated commissions, donations, crowdfunding, things along those lines. I would assume that's maybe even... I, I don't know if like what we're doing with Chance would fall into that or fall into public appearances, which is also 10%. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then camps and lessons, 4%. Oh. Kids are doing baseball camps, softball camps football, passing cams, that kind of thing, to uh, to get money from families and kids for uh, for that. I know a couple of Ole Miss baseball players have done have done that. So just a little quick rundown there. It's it, it's it is going one hundred percent how I expected it to go at this point. Yeah, I don't know if there's any surprise with nil at all. Um, so anyway, uh, what do we got? What do you want to do? What we got left? Is there an it? That all we got? Because we'll do NFL tomorrow from a team standpoint, yeah. typically. I told Neil this. I just I, I thought it was really weird. Uh, sorry, what was that website again? Pocket. It was um, NIF. I-N-F-L-C-R dot com. I-N-F-L-C-R dot com. Yeah. I-N, like I-N-F-L-C-R dot com. 1,000 plus teams trust I-N-F-L-C-R nationwide. 40,000-plus active athletes are on the app. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Again, you can look it up and see what it is, but that's uh, that's that. They want us to talk recruiting quickly. Uh, you don't know this yet, but you're going to be the guest on the, on the soft verbal okay. this week. Sounds um, good. We'll, uh, here's the deal. Whenever there's a decommitment, and yesterday there were two, one that we told you was coming weeks ago. I mean, we did. Right around the time that, not picking on Zach here, right about the time that Zach left, he had said all was good, and I just came in that day and said, it's not what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd heard they were, had told him, hey, shop around. When you find the new home, you decommit. Yeah, sure. You don't use those words, but that's what you're telling a kid. When you call the girl over and over to ask her out for a date and she doesn't return your call, she doesn't respond to your text, she didn't technically tell you no, 
but she told you no. If you ask a girl out, hey, you, you want to go get a pizza? And she says, I got to do my hair that night. My Aunt Linda's coming over. Uh, Uncle Jimmy and his family are coming. At some point, she's trying to tell you no without saying, no, I have no interest in ever, ever, ever being near you like that. Yeah. So that's what happens in recruiting. Kids get slow played and they figure it out. And fans, I get it why it's frustrating. All I can do is tell you what I was told yesterday. And what I was told yesterday was Ole Miss is going to be heavy in the portal. They're looking for a lot of guys who can help immediately because they're go- the roster is going to be there so – There's a year three turnover that is pretty drastic yeah. from a roster standpoint. And they view those guys as projects. And I'm telling you more and more, if you're a project, you're not going to get a Power 5 offer. And I know there's a, there's some confusion out there, Chase, and I get it. And frankly, I'm a little confused by it. But I don't think the legislation has passed that allows you to bring in 32 guys. I don't think so. I think it's been proposed, but I don't think it's been passed. Yeah, it's not active yet that I'm aware if of. If it is, I'm not aware of it. Yeah, sure. And so when you – if you bring in eight guys or ten guys from the portal, well, you can only bring in 25 total. Mm-hmm. And those guys count. And in a year where you're going to lose a lot off your roster, they're looking for guys who can step right in. And if you're a freshman who is going to need time, you're going to lose your spot to a guy who can come in off the portal and help right away. And I was talking about it yesterday. You, Your success rate on the portal is going to be higher than it is with high school kids and JUCOs as far as contributors because you have a different sample size yeah now you got to hit i mean yeah sure you got to get it right i mean Ole miss has been very fortunate to this point i mean they would say just a good evaluation maybe so but i mean you know like you hit reese you hit campbell for sure you hit springer mark robinson was just a gift from up high i mean because you didn't expect him to play linebacker when he showed up um well, they brought in Jalen Knox. He couldn't play but everybody's super high on him they love him they say he would be one of the top receivers on this team so he's going to play next year. Um, they're going to try to add. They're going to try to add portal just about everywhere. Yeah, they did miss on Todd Harris. Location played a role in that. He ended up in Kentucky. Yeah. Frankly, I think NIL played a role in that. It did. From just the way Kentucky it did. Um, explained it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it kind of is what it is. Uh, yeah. Just quickly, last thing I, I mentioned this to Neil before we were. Uh, before we started, I'll go find it again. Um, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. we wanted to get into. Yeah. And we can sort of kind of tease it for some of our NFL talk tomorrow since we've been on for a while. But I found this tweet really interesting. So, Gil Brandt, um, Gil Brandt, for anybody who doesn't understand, former VP of player personnel for the Cowboys. He's in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. He's a pro football Hall of Famer. I mean, he does an XM serious show pretty prominent guy in the uh, NFL football uh, football community he says after observing PFT meaning pro football talk their obsessiveness with Aaron Rodgers which Sunday night stood at 78 tweets since the Rodgers COVID news first broke not a single one showing any concern for the health someone got a little sensitive pro football talk blocking Gil Brandt goodness uh, gracious and now look nobody takes pro football talk seriously it's not like we're having the journalism discussion on Adam Schefter However, in saying that, 
there's a few of these sites that have become so comical with their responses, with their agendas, frankly, with what they just put out there in the public. Like, that's more my thing, is that when you're running a business and you spend 78 tweets on Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. that means you're not sending a lot of tweets on other stuff, and that is clouding, you're becoming known as that yeah. from a social media presence standpoint. Because at the end of the day, your footprint is what you're known as, and that's that's There are something. people that just don't like the way Aaron Rodgers handled. They wanted Aaron Rodgers to come back and grovel and admit he was wrong and take his vaccine. That's what they wanted. And when Aaron Rodgers was, I'm not doing it. I don't care. You can sit me for a week. My team's going to lose. I'll come back. I'm not dying. I'm going to come back. I'll lead them to a win. We'll be right back where we were. And when Aaron Rodgers talks about his new friend, Joe Rogan, and when Aaron Rodgers talks about, and I think he's telling the truth, Chase, that a lot of guys on his team and around the league privately reached out to him and said, thank you. And State Farm stood stood by him. I think when he didn't get canceled – the way they wanted him canceled, and I'm literally convinced there are people in sports journalism who wanted Aaron Rodgers to get COVID and die. I'm absolutely convinced of it. Watching our field, the way our field is covering big stories right now, I'm convinced of it. Convinced of it. Would would absolutely say that out loud publicly. I just did. They, The agenda is so strong. And Aaron Rodgers completely told him, I don't give a shit. I mean, the Green Bay Riders upset that he didn't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers' response is, I'm never going to wear a mask. That was his response. And like everything right now, everything's polarizing, everything's political, and pro football talk exposed an agenda. Yeah, 78 tweets. A lot. It's a ton. Yeah, think about that. That's it's a ton. In a league of 32 teams where everything is news because every team – Every team is competing for the Super Bowl. It's all about parity. Two a day for 39 days. You have the beginning of draft stuff. There's a lot for them to be tweeting. And it hasn't Uh, been 39 days. I'm just saying that's the amount, though. There's a lot of things they could be tweeting other than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Let's see. Anything uh, crazy else? Huskies AD said lake firing, not due to just one factor. Yeah, okay. Um, More off. They did put in the press release, at least, that it had something to do with off the field. Yes, it did. It was a lot of things there with, uh, with Jimmy. Uh, Cam produces TDs on his first two plays for the Panthers yesterday. Newton back in uh, in Carolina. Cowboys looked good again yesterday, beating the crap out of the Falcons. So, anyway, uh, we'll talk to Lane Kiffin around noon today. We will uh, yep. discuss things with uh, with him, see what he's like. We will be back tomorrow. We'll have some guests throughout the week again. Pre-game show later in the week, as always, as well as we lead up to yeah, Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Break down those Commodores. Going to really dive in deep. Vanderbilt, <laughs> Ole Miss Saturday from Vault Hemingway Stadium. Basketball Thursday again against Marquette um, in that tournament in Charleston. Elon, West Virginia, the second day of that. And they'll play another game on Sunday. That's Thursday, Friday, Sunday for the That's three correct. games for the uh, – Six o'clock Thursday, and I think that's central time. I'll make okay. sure over the course of the week. But Yeah, so hope everybody has a lovely day. Take care, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.